Not the Dan you're looking for. Different Dan. These are not the Dans you're looking for. What? This is this is Char from the Canada Disney Store, but it's actually Char. Like Char from the Canada Disney Store. I'm just gonna give up the ruse right now. It's just a character, man. It's a character I played for a what? long time until the Canadian Disney stores shut down. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, I haven't heard that sound in a while. What are you guys doing in the studio? We've been waiting for you. I I snuck in here a lot. I've been uh, quarantined here since March of of 2020. (laughs) Uh, uh, And uh, yeah, no, this is Dan. I'm I'm actually just counselor on on Twitter. So I've been around. Well, I've been around. Yeah, I I remember. I know you from Twitter, I feel like. But this is the first time I've ever seen you in person. So hello. Hello. Yeah, hello. I mean, that's cool. I mean, one dance is good as any. So we'll stick with that. And I, I was actually hiding under the desk waiting for uh, Rhiannon, and, and I was gonna kind of hide under here, but she didn't ever came. She never. Uh, I mean, <laughs> it's never. That's showed a up. whole other problem. <laughs> yeah, you know, I've been working on that. There you go. Uh, well, you guys want to? I don't know. Do a podcast. I uh, mean, if you're okay. willing. I mean, we're here. Yeah. Why not? I, I'm in. I. uh I've got a lot of stuff to talk about, and I bet you there's probably some ass sour boners that have been sitting around for a few years. So, yeah, yeah, this, my yeah absolutely. I even, yeah, I'd love to talk some Disney and, yeah, yeah that sounds cool. Uh, 
I don't really have a cool sign-on, so let's just start with Congolouche, everybody. Keeping that part for sure. Oh, yeah. And uh, Aloha. Yeah, oh, Aloha's good. Just can't... Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, that's how we always greet each other. I don't know if you knew that. <laughs> I was going to say, is there a true Canadian welcome? But there is nothing better than that one. Yeah. Um... <laughs> I also feel like that's a little bit like Fonz. Yeah. You know, like, hey. But, uh, oh, yeah, a little Travolta going. Um, well, I mean, we, I, you guys used to, this, are you on the Golden Coast? And where, where are we all from? I oh, mean, yeah, that's it. true. Yeah, I guess we should say that. So uh, from the edge of Niagara Falls. Yeah, you, yes, uh, United States of America. Unfortunately, sometimes. <laughs> Very close to Canada, though. Close to Canada, but far from Shar. Unfortunately, again. I know it's yes. weird that like Shar and I are on, like on the same coast, but you're closer to Canada. Yeah, it's you guys are on the same there. coast, but be, we both have Tim Hortons on every corner. That's true. Oh. So. That is true. Tim Hortons, that's a staple yeah, of Canadian life Tim right Martin. there. And Canadian beers, probably. <laughs> uh, my go-to is either uh, Labatt, or Molson. So. Molson Canadian. I think, yes. I actually, you know what? I think I drink like American beer. Probably, <laughs> <laughs> I probably drink like a Bud Light or <laughs> maybe a Coors Light. I guess Coors is like, oh no, that's the Rockies still. Just kidding. Yeah, that's the Rockies. <laughs> that's Colorado. But, uh, Unless I'm yeah. drinking f- fancy beers, then I'll drink like, you know, a Canadian micro brew or something. But I think Dan was hitting on it where it was all like, Dan from the East Coast, Char from the Great White North, Skipper Dick Ritchie from the Golden Coast, our best coast, as I like to call it, but really West Coast. Uh, West Coast, West Coast, that's okay. Middle California. It's cold and rainy here, though, so I can't even say Golden Coast because it's just soggy outside. From the soggy coast... You know, and one other thing, Shar, we're both on Canadian American borders too. You're like way up, like by Alaska. Yes, right? I it's am. Alaska. 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 Yeah, I, like only if you wanted to drive to the border. I mean, it's just like the middle of nowhere. <laughs> but there's a little town called Hyder, and you can get there like two hours away from where I live. It's literally the you. middle of nowhere. <laughs> The only thing that makes me think of is um, the crabbing show. Do you ever go out on the Bering Strait? You ever go crabbing? Okay, so here, you know how the Disney uh, cruise line goes through the like, what is that part called? The Inside Passage. Mm. That's close to where I live, and in there, there's so many crabs. So when you go, there's this little island that's like part of the Inside Passage. It's called Haida Gwaii. And when you go there, you can literally just go out at low tide and just grab crabs. You don't even oh, don't have cool. to go out into the Bering Strait. <laughs> and they're the good ones, too. It's like that dungeon-esque crab. So you just you go down and you come up with crabs. You literally yeah, right? just walk in <laughs> and you're like, oh, there's one. I mean, obviously, um, you have to make sure it's not a female and whatever, but. 
Do they wear skirts? How do you know? <laughs> How do you know a female? Uh, female females have eggs on them, right? Females always have eggs on them. Oh, very and they're, interesting. So they're smaller, aren't they? I don't know. I'll believe no, whatever you tell my me. Husband. My husband was that. My husband. You could tell us anything. Crab would guy. Believe you. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the uh, truth. That's one hundred percent the truth, my friend. <laughs> my other question is: now that we know that the Disney Cruise Line basically goes past you on a regular basis, how often do you go out and either flash or moon the cruise as it goes by? Oh, you know what? If it actually came close enough that I could do that, I 100% would do it at least once a month, you know, on the full yeah, I feel like, on the full moon. Yeah, I feel like if I ever get to come up and visit, we're doing it. Like, I don't care how or how close we have to get, but that would be super <laughs> I don't even fun. Know where we would have to go to, like, actually see the D- Disney Cruise Line because it doesn't stop anywhere close. Oh, I don't need them to stop. I just need them to, like, you know, swing by. <laughs> <laughs> so get a full moon on the full moon that actually reminds me the first disney cruise that i went on was out of it was out of port canaveral and my kids were young like maybe i'm trying to think like five and seven or eight whatever and we so sail away we're we're on the coast side you know on the port side and we could sail away and there's people on the shore and there were clearly uh girls flashing the ship and i remember my daughter saying why are those girls showing their bellies to the ship? And we're like, oh, you know, let's go in now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I went on the cruise and I did not get flashed by anybody, which <laughs> makes me sad now. Oh, well, opportunity for somebody. take an Alaskan cruise. The inside oh, yeah, passage. passage. <laughs> Let Char know. <laughs> I'll, get a, I'll get a troop going with flashers. Oh, be like a welcome oh, Columbia flash. <laughs> that is great. Oh man. So speaking of the cruise though, uh apparently did I didn't even know that they were sailing out of New Orleans. Did you guys know that? I, I did um, not. I think I, I heard something about it. Maybe like a couple of years ago, I want to say they announced it, but I you know, when they announced it, it was probably like two years away. <laughs> Where, yeah, but I what didn't, the, what are the sailing routes? Oh, I have no idea. I just, I saw an article where they were talking about the things to do in New Orleans before. And actually, is it New Orleans? Is it New Orleans? Like, New Orleans. I don't want to think it's, it's, isn't it New Orleans? How do people say it? New Orleans. New Orleans? I don't think they say New Orleans. Not, but, uh, New Orleans? No, don't ask me to pronounce something correctly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. I'm Canadian. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I have no idea. I would not be the person to ask. So is it new? It looks it's at uh, March, February, March 2023 will also be the home to the Disney magic for the first time out of New Orleans. Oh, shit. Well, so that's, that's the cool. new. So, oh, yeah, that's, that's a that's a new. A new that's a pretty I, I would love to sail. Like I've cruised a few times, a few times on uh, well, maybe half. I don't know. I'm trying, I'm trying to think eight or nine cruises, a few on Disney. Oh, dang. Yeah. Never well, Disney's like really expensive. Or what is the. What are the different levels? You start as silver, and then you go gold, and you're platinum, and then you're like Scott. Scott has they, his own. I think they like to trick you. I think after you've done one, that you're they call you silver or maybe even gold. I don't know. Like you have to go on like seventeen cruises, and then you're like ultra platinum. I don't know. So I think they just changed it too. Like they made a they made another tier. Well, yeah. Like didn't they make like a higher tier for people that like. Like I'm addicted. I would. And my problem is that, like, 
I've got the itch, but I don't have, I don't have the, I don't have the scratch. If you know what I mean. Right. <laughs> yeah, like I'm addicted to the to to the cruise. I always want to go. Like I get I get off the boat and I'm immediately like I want to go again. As a matter of fact, um, you know they do that thing where like you can get a discount if you uh, book your next cruise mm-hmm. while you're on the boat. And I never do it, but yeah, I. Then you always. It's the only, I've never done any other cruise all either. Like I've never been on any other. You've only done Disney. Yeah, I've only done Disney, and I've I've heard you know two things. There's people that are like, once you do Disney, you can't do anything else because you know it's the best or whatever. And then there's the other people that are just like, that's bullshit. Like there's tons of fun cruises. You don't have to pay a billion dollars. Uh, you know, then there's like the drink packages and all that other stuff. So I keep watching a bunch of people go on other cruises. It looks like it's super fun. it's like disney is a great it's my favorite but it's you look at the price of a disney cruise and then you see like the price for like an inside stateroom for like four nights and then this almost you know same itinerary it's like you can get a balcony room for like six or seven nights and it's like yeah do i give up disney to you know get better amenities? i don't know it's it's tough it's tough now and that's what i'm saying like uh there's there's a there's a pretty decent sized group uh, of just Twitter people that do, uh, they go on sailings quite often and they're not usually Disney cruises and they yeah. always seem to have a great time. And, you know, it's like a fraction of the cost, but I'm just such a sucker for Disney. It's so sad. Yeah. Like, it's the disease. Uh, it's the disease. Yeah, it really is. It's, it's yeah. But um, the first one I went on was a DVC cruise which was really great because there was almost no kids. It was all DVC people. But then I'm also hearing, and I'm going to defer to Shar because she's the queen of DVC. Do you use your points for that? Because I've heard that's not a great deal. Like a good, No, it's a terrible deal. A it's so terrible. And it's so easy to rent your points these days that like, you might as well just get the cash value and book it separately. Especially because even in Canada – Unlike with booking a Disney World vacation, I feel like uh, you can you don't have to pay it all at once. So it makes it a little bit more accessible, I think, to more people because you don't have to just throw the whole thing down right away. So you do you run out your points to other people? Or you yes, can? Right, yeah, right now. I, yeah, I would like instead of booking direct through Disney, they charge way too many points. It's not worth it, especially when you think of the value of uh, per point per night if you're staying on property or even mm-hmm. at like one of their yeah. other, their other hotels, like we go to Alani lots just cause it's not very far. It actually takes less time for me to get there than it does to go to Disney world. So yeah, like the, it's just way better value to stay at their resorts versus using your points to go through them. Cause it's like 300 and something points per person for a short Disney cruise. And yeah, you're getting your food included and stuff. But like 300 points would get me a month at Saratoga Springs in a studio if I wanted. Yeah. In September. <laughs> I mean, yeah, September. It's not like prime time, but. Yeah, I have it's rented. Yeah, but still. Yeah. yeah I'm not yeah. a DVC member. I've rented points and I've, you know, always looked into it and, and like, you know, the differences between buying direct or resale. And one of the things people like you buy resale, you give up some of those options like being able to go on cruises. 
but it's not really worth it anyways, right? So no, it's not. And you like you save so much money buying on the secondary market versus buying directly through Disney. I did buy directly through Disney, but it was before. I mean, and we got enough points that I could have bought it today, and I would have still qualified. But I think if I was to do it again, and at that time, I would have got a smaller contract and then went through the resale market. But same thing, I'm a sucker. I wanted that blue card. Well, there used to be a lot more perks, right? Buying right through Disney, and they kind of slowly took away some of them. We bought in 2016, and the only... Really, they haven't taken much away, I don't think. Not yet. Like, Except for the things that affect everybody, not just DVC members. Okay. Aside from that um, one... If there's, that's not true. There's one resort, like Riviera, if you buy on the secondary market, um, you're only allowed to stay at Riviera or like on that contract or whatever. Okay. That's so it's like, it makes resale. Like if you're the person that buys direct from Disney to start, um, you can still use it for all your other destinations. But the person that buys your contract, if you do sell it, doesn't have that option, which is like a huge deal. That, yeah. Unless yeah, you're like really left. That's the whole point. Yeah, exactly. But I kind of think like, I don't um, know, that kind of backfired on them too. I think we should have a, a separate conversation offline about renting some points from you, Shard. That'd be awesome. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, so, I mean, I've got some trips I want to go to. Go on, damn it. I actually rented all my points uh, until 2024 now because Yuri and I, like I said, I sold my points because we're going to Disneyland Paris. Oh, that's awesome. Nice. Which I could have, again, used my points uh, September, like the end of September. Nice. Yuri's family lives in Estonia, and we have two little nieces, and they're going to meet us in Disneyland Paris. And I'm so excited, because they're like going to be three and seven or something. Oh, that's super fun. Nice. Yeah, um, yeah I'm actually running so we'll, we'll... next week, staying at the Kadani Village. So I'll be oh, in awesome. Disney next week, yeah. So next week we'll have a live from Walt Disney World. Uh, I hope September so. Yeah. We'll have a live from Disneyland France or Paris. Yeah. That'll be awesome. Uh, which means in March we'll have a live from maybe we'll even do it on St. Patrick's Day from uh, from Walt Disney World because I'll be there in March. Okay, I'm hoping you I'll, guys are I'll, welcome. Yeah, I've never made it for St. Patrick's Day. I actually I was like seriously considering like 98 percent sure i would go on st patrick's day in 2020 and then that didn't happen obviously i was like yeah i mean well that was that's what i was gonna say like i we haven't done st patrick's day in gosh a good four or five years now yeah. and yeah right before covid was going to be the, the the most recent one that we were going to do and it was really the day before we flew which we've we've talked about on previous shows, um, it was the day before we flew that uh, we had to decide whether we were going or not, and it was the next day that they, you know, basically decided to close. So I'm glad we didn't go, but we are ready to go. As a matter of fact, we were talking yesterday that uh, we have a, we already have a room book. We're gonna, we we're planning on doing the cookout, which uh, for those of you that are familiar or really close. Um, we do a little cookout the night before St. Patrick's Day to get kind of, you know, 
you gotta get the you gotta you gotta go into it with a full belly and ready to go. You gotta be it's you know we look at it like you know how they have the pasta dinner the night before a marathon so it's yeah. carved up. It's kind of the same thing but with fajitas. <laughs> so uh, the traditional yeah, Irish meal of fajitas. So not the traditional well you know uh, is so Irish. Um, which I would love some corned beef fajitas. That sounds amazing. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, so. Uh, is that going on? But this also reminds me of what I'm thinking might end up having to be a new bit on the show that I like to call, I can't even say it. It's like conspiracy theories, but with skippers. So it's like skipparacy theories. Skipparacies? <laughs> yeah, right. Skipparacies. I've got a skipparacy theory. Either way, I have a theory that there's got to be somebody on the inside booking Ohana's reservations before they become available to the public because I, it, I, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, been, I support that. Yeah. Yeah. So they, they, they become available at 3 AM. So leading up to the, uh, the day that we wanted to, to book, I'd been waking up just to practice and, you know, you get up 3 AM and it's kind of like when you're trying to check in for a Southwest flight, like you have to hit that button immediately. And every night leading up to it, everything was booked up until 9.30. At 9.30, there's plenty of availability for about a good 10 to 15 minutes. And then it's, you know, and then it's all gone. And I just, I can't, under, I don't, I have no idea how that works, that they would have all that. I think um, part yeah. of it is, Sorry. you know, if those, those people staying on, on site, like, like if you checked in, like, seven 12 days before you can book you could book ohana before like the the literal day the reservations open because what is it how many days now 60 days what is it uh i it think changed. it's 60 days off property and 90 days on or something like that okay because All if I you're know, staying well, on property you have like that little extra time whatever day you oh, check we're in staying right? on property yeah so, okay all right so that doesn't it's yeah there's there's a there's a gremlin in there that's Dish them yeah. out to the um, to the upper echelon. I feel that there's a gremlin in all of Disney's websites. <laughs> like something. Is going yeah, it's just on. Stitch. He ate the page. <laughs> um, <laughs> he ate the page. Well, or the so like, dwarfs are working on it. <laughs> right. <They're> like, <laughs> um. What was I gonna say? Well, there's a bunch of there's like other web pages. There's like third party pages that somehow are like, hey, if you want this reservation, you can you know, pay us this much and we'll be able to get it for you. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking either they have somebody on the inside or they just have like, you know, really good server bots that are just pounding the web page at, you know, 259 to like 305 and just, cause it's it's crazy how how uh, how quickly and I just think it's weird that it's always till nine thirty. If you're there, like at three o'clock in the morning, if you don't mind eating, you know, between nine thirty and ten, mm -hmm. you can book a reservation for six people without a problem. Um, but if you want to book anything, and and I think right now they're actually not doing, uh, they're still like have like some COVID stuff, so they're not doing tables for more than six people or some weirdness like even when you i tried calling groups and they they even tell you on the phone they're like if you're calling for more than six people like just hang up the phone like we're not going to do it um but uh yeah that's my that's today's skip my 
part so part of that about, conspiracy i oh sorry sure go ahead i was gonna say call it conspiracy <laughs> right yeah there's that sounds like a there somewhere for some Percy? reason <laughs> yeah. it's something that you catch obviously <laughs> but I, I am i am convinced that if you work in D- disney dining reservations you can book for yourself or maybe someone fa- friend or family but right before they open up you can't tell me that they're not got a little bit of whether they're supposed to or not uh, i you got to be able to like you know squeak in your own reservations slip someone you know a few bucks my yeah my first job when i worked for disney on the um on the college program was at the walt disney travel company so we had access to stuff like that but if you and overriding was super easy it wasn't like something hard if you knew like which button to push which i think it was option or something like that uh it would just let you you know overbook the 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 restaurant if it was sold out um but at the time, like they would, they would also like run reports, and if the restaurant manager saw that their um, that the restaurant was overbooked, they would check to see if it was overbooked within the restaurant or through, you know, the the Disney um, either travel company or central reservations. And if they did, they would sometimes like even like contact your manager and be like, "Why did you do this?" Like you had to have notes saying why you you know you would overbook. But if they're doing it before for the reservation i don't think they're worried about overbooking because like you said they're just they just have access but yeah i i don't know all i want is just i want to be able to go to ohana's before i want to know, you know reservation. My yeah, well, I mean, like i said going to ohana's isn't a problem like we can go any night of our stay because at three o'clock there is that spot but i don't know if i want to go to like ohana's at you know, 9.30 at 9.50 at night, which is really still only 6.30 California time, so it's not that big of a deal. But, yeah, so either way, um, let's talk about St. Patrick's Day some more, because yeah, I don't know if... That. Yeah, I don't know if you guys are familiar about the nonsense that we've done in the past. Uh, oh, I yeah, no, I've lived vicariously through uh, what I've, you know, on the podcast of being there for St. Patrick's Day. That would be amazing. Lots of yeah. t-shirts, lots of t-shirts, fun t-shirts. Yeah, we 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 sometimes will try to get some sort of uh, like we don't want to be the same the group that's all wearing like you know the exact same t-shirt, but then we end up do being the group that ends up wearing <laughs> the exact t-shirt. One year we we all got the same uh, green like Hawaiian shirts, but they were all made out of like the worst polyester ever. So it was like wearing oh. grocery bags. Like, like you were just, you know, it's already hot and humid. And then like you, your body can't even breathe because the fabric is just basically plastic. Um, but uh, what we are going to do this year, or at least a few of us are going to try to do is um, it's not, it was, uh, it wasn't just Disney world's 50th anniversary, but, the mariachi group from that plays in Mexico also had their anniversary oh. and they have a web page of merch that you can get and they have a uh, an anniversary um, t-shirt um, so it's not like a true traditional Kelly green it's more like a 
khaki green or military green. Uh, but we're going to wear that because we always go and hang out with those guys and they're always super nice to us. So we thought we would wear a uh, an anniversary shirt. So if anybody's Aww. listening and you are planning to go to Epcot that day, uh, we start at uh, the Rose and Crown and then we go uh, visit Char in Canada and then head over to Mexico and continue clockwise. And we're there when they open uh, the Rose and Crown. Uh, we've always tried to be the first Guinness serve. Um, and most of the, like, I think we've only missed it like one or two years that we were actually there. Obviously, the last few years we didn't get to go. And, and um, something that I've been working on, and I can't promise that he'll be there, but the old traditional bartender, Carl, who everybody knew as like the main guy at Rosen Crown, he is going to see if he can try and join us uh, for the festivities. So he won't be serving us this time, but I told him that uh, oh, if he oh. comes that instead of giving us drinks, we'll be buying him drinks. So we'll see. Aww, I can't promise. That sounds like such a, a such a delightful St. Patrick's yeah. Day. Yeah, yeah, yeah I wonderful. can't promise that he's going to be there. Uh, you know, Carl actually has his own life and he's retired now and uh, he does these really cool uh, concrete sculptures that he paints uh, that he was sharing with me. Um, <clears throat> and if he's cool with it, I'll share it with everybody else on the webpage. But he's, uh, either way, Carl, Carl may actually show up. Um, and it's just a good time. There's always lots of people from Diz Twitter that joins us. And, you know, don't feel that you have to participate the whole time. You can come and go as you please. Some people go ride rides. Some of us just keep riding bar stools. Um, we usually get lost around Mexico because we don't all fit in La Cava. And <laughs> sometimes they start kicking us out because we just keep sneaking people in. Um, but it's a really, really good time. And if you want to join us, we'll be there. I'm going to, you know, I've been watching the, uh, uh, the like little friends thing on the Walt Disney world app. And I'm starting to see some people booking reservations for the, uh, for the day already. So who knows? Oh, that's there exciting. might be more than one. Yeah. There might be more than one Dan. There could possibly be, you know, Rhiannon might show up, which was always oh. hilarious when she would show up. Uh, I'm not saying that they are. I haven't I haven't confirmed with those guys yet. Which I think we should also mention that uh, yes, the three o'clock parade does still exist and is alive. Um, Dan and Rhiannon are still considered co-hosts, but as of right now, they've just got other things going on in their lives, man. They've got families, and one got married, and the other one, you know is a volleyball dad and a soccer dad and a star Wars dad. And they've got a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. So, uh, you know, here we are like 30 minutes into it already, but, um, Char and Dan are, uh, you know, the new, the new co-host. Uh, and since I don't the have stools anything warm. On, I'm still here. Yeah. We'll keep the stools warm. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm sure I'm sure but, uh, we'll hear from Drunky and Rhiannon from from time to time. Oh yeah, um, and and that was the thing. So like when we start, first started talking about you know reviving this thing uh, before we took out the defibrillator, <laughs> here, <laughs> um, I reached out and and one of the coolest thing was Dan was just like yeah like 
he felt like the parade has to keep going and um and they're all for it so it'll be fun either way um yeah so if you guys or the listener you guys uh i'll be in florida the 15th through possibly the 25th i don't know yet i know at least through the through the 19th or 20th but i booked extra time because i'm not sure if maybe i'll add on a cruise or maybe i was also thinking of just flying to disneyland and spending the last few days at disneyland before coming back or maybe i'll go visit san diego or i, I don't know i don't know we'll see we'll see what happens because you know you never know there's always crazy things going on yeah yeah if you can hit up as many disney properties as possible that's always nice yeah so i'll keep bugging char to see if we can get her to be there in a month and a half, but it sounds with the September trip, she's already given up all her points. It's true. Uh, and honestly, because it's so close, I probably couldn't book anything right now anyway. I'd have to wait list something and it's just, you know, it's just too yeah. risky. Oh, you yeah. don't have to, I mean, you don't have to stay D- DVC. You know, we can get you a cast member rate at someplace good. Oh, that's true. Just, uh, um, that's the only reason best, I haven't My best friend DVC. also, oh really? Is the staff? Yeah, that makes sense. It's probably around yeah. the same price, but you don't have to pay annual dues. My best well, yeah, friend I mean, there. I could just go stay with her. It's really not a problem. <laughs> I, thought, I thought I was your best friend. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Oh God, that's just that hurt. That hurt a lot. Yeah, um, I actually spent like a month in Orlando. Basically, um, I was at a couple of different hotels for a bit that I went and house sat for her for like almost a week and a half <laughs> that's awesome mm-hmm. yeah it was when i was unemployed so i could do things like that oh man i don't call it that's fun employed that's not unemployed, it was unemployed. yeah unemployed. yeah we're gonna have a fun employment see what happens yeah. i was i was fun employed for um, a year <laughs> only only oh, going back to work nice. so you can afford to go to disney right <laughs> Well, I right? got like yeah. the only reason I even quit was because like we bought a house and we took equity out and I was like, oh, I don't have to work for a while. <laughs> so I quit my job, <laughs> which I was like, I'm in school and stuff anyway. So it's not like I wasn't doing anything. But uh, and then I just started going. Or I started back at my same workplace with a different job, like exactly a year later. <laughs> It was like one year. That's all I had. Boom. Isn't that like a sabbatical? You just you just took a little time off. You didn't. Yeah. 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 yeah and I mean, it's a. I have a totally different job there. Like I'm the morning show host now, and before I like hosted this like news and culture program, and yeah, it's different. <sighs> I make way more money now. I, I know. I, oh. Well. No, well, it's not like I make a lot of money, but I can your... make more money than before. <laughs> <laughs> you can put this on your resume, too. I'm sure it'll be a huge help Very if you're ever yeah. looking for a job. <laughs> hey, two, you guys used to get 2,000 listens per podcast. That's pretty good for a podcast. Oh, yeah. No, we actually don't. We're, we're not bad. We've actually, like, and, and I'm not going to lie, like, like, I've definitely played the numbers when, like, uh, talking to... Um, I don't know, like, let's say studios when I've been trying to get into, like, maybe a movie premiere or go to, like, a convention and stuff. And, yeah, I'll be like, oh, yeah, you know, we have multi, we have thousands of listeners per show, and we've got so many shows, which really equals out to, like, 
you know, we've got this many million or hundreds of thousands of hours of, uh, of actual like downloads. And they think like, oh my God, this is amazing. But yeah, they don't, you know, hopefully I'm always like hoping they don't like break it down. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm kind of okay, like, that, but... what's his name? Santos, the, the, the guy from New York. Like I'm always okay. I'm going to tell you right now. That's like not even that crazy. I guess we're not even talking about Disney right now, but just in general, that's it's, not that well, crazy. We're talking for about a podcast race. about Disney. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not that crazy because lots of small town radio stations really only have two thousand listeners listening throughout the day because they're a small town, but they can still make enough money in advertising and get their message out. So like having two thousand people listening to a podcast is actually not nothing. Because I do a radio show, and, well, I mean, the one I'm doing right now is probably more than 2,000 every day, but um, previously, when I did the job I did at the same station before, I I would get, like, 57 downloads, and I did a show (laughs) every day and posted it, like, advertised it. Oh, yeah, we should probably uh, check in with... um... Adventures out there travel. I don't. Know I was just gonna they, ask. Uh... I, I was just gonna ask. <laughs> uh, I'll, have to, I'll have to reach out. That's another Dan, by the way. All the, all the people in my life are Dan's apparently. Well, but uh, I I'm actually yeah. speaking with, uh, and we are not being. I'm assuming we're not being sponsored right now. But I'm trying to plan a Disneyland vacation later in the year, and and working with someone who is with uh, Adventures Out There Travel. Um, oh, that's cool. I don't know if I should say. Should I say who it is? Should I? Oh yeah, Polly, yeah, our, our friend of the friend of the parade, Polly. Polly. Oh, shout he's, out to he's, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's a great guy. Great guy. Oh yeah, we 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 should definitely be hearing from 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 Polly again pretty soon. I'm, I'm pretty should, sure maybe, he's got some things. That maybe he, he should to. mansplain to us how to really expand the podcast. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you know. You want to hear what's what's really funny? Because um, we were talking, you know, you brought up how many, like, listeners. Uh, the last time we put out a show was nine months ago on April the 1st. And it was the third time that we put out this exact same show, which is the uh, Rick Roll show, where, you know, you listen to, like, a second of it, and then it goes right into... Um, I don't remember the name of the song anymore, but the Rickroll song, whatever that is. Never going to give you uh, up. Is that what yeah. Never going to give you up. So that individual uh, nine months ago show, not all of them combined, had 5,468 listeners. <laughs> just the Rickroll? Just the Rickroll show. Uh, does the it, previous does one... I was going to say, does it show, no, no, like, ahead. listen to the end, or is it just listen to any part of the podcast? Uh, it doesn't. It doesn't say. It just says five thousand four hundred sixty-eight plays. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but what I will say is, a year ago, um, almost a year ago to date, was our last like real show, and that was the uh, Eat a Dick COVID back in the parks. Two hundred and fifth show, by the way. Um, Seven thousand one hundred and twelve listeners. Wow. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's crazy, right? For like It is crazy. Uh, the, my biggest my the, biggest market that I worked in was in Calgary when I first started working and there was like just over a million people there. And I think even on my radio station there and I just like read the news, um they maybe had 15,000 people listening per day 
you know, like over an entire, well, not maybe like maybe just the morning show, but like, that's really good. Especially because the shows were like two hours long. Oh yeah. Yeah. Our shows are forever because I usually put like a ton of music at the end and we would just talk until we were tired of talking. Like there was no, you know, there is no real rules as to how this thing works. So yeah, we yeah, should, it's we should reminisce a little bit about the old show. I played yeah, yeah. Uh, the I, I played the three o'clock parade rap <laughs> for my coworkers. <laughs> yeah, I was going. Back, I went back and listened to some old episodes before before today. It was there was some. I remembered some great things I forgot about. Yeah, I mean, I what's really funny is um, just how like that show like that was like almost ten years ago. That was seven years ago that we started doing that. Yeah, that's. Yeah, so when I was doing the little intro that you heard uh, and what I used as a teaser with the little, like, radio static, um, I was doing the same thing. I was just going back and listening to old shows and trying to remember, like, if there was any specific things that I really wanted to put in there. Um, and it was funny. Dan brought her up as I was listening to the uh, the Epcot lady. <laughs> and yeah, I was just what's like... What's the sound by you use? I love swinging. Is that what it is? Yeah, no, she's just singing like, I swing with all my neighbors. Oh, <laughs> I, I had just listened to... We must have been listening to it at the same time. Yeah, no, exactly. I thought it was really funny that we both went back to that same episode and were listening to, to that exact same thing. I swing which, with all my neighbors. <laughs> I swing with all my neighbors. Which, who knows? Maybe we'll call the red phone booth again and uh, yeah, see who picks I, up. Yeah. Uh, I would love to hear from Epcot. I Lady. wonder what yeah, Epcot Lady's been up to in these past few years. Yeah, I mean that was the it's funny thing. Like cruising, there were, there were some cruising. bits. Yeah, there were some bits that people loved, and there were some bits that people hated. And I honestly just I loved them all. I thought they were hilarious. Were there were there bits that people like said we they hated? Oh yeah, yeah. But what did every, people hate the like, most? Everybody... Um. I can tell you what, like, the one thing that everybody hated more than anything was when I did that terrible version of, like, a squirrel singing. I don't even remember the name of the song anymore. Uh, <laughs> I don't remember. But I maybe I blocked it oh, out. I don't know. <laughs> uh, no, so it was uh, right around episode 183. It was the squirrel of constant sorrow. And uh, <laughs> it's basically... It's basically the song from the from the movie, but I had been playing with, you know, like the effects in uh, GarageBand and Logic, and there was one where it was just like this really high pitched, almost like the chipmunk sounding, and I just thought it would be funny instead of the man of constant sorrow, it would be, it was the squirrel of constant sorrow, and <laughs> oh man, I got like so many people either like you know, DM'd me or just like, you know, just threw out all kind like, oh my God, I can't even, like, they couldn't finish the song. Um, <laughs> yeah, but that was three years ago. The squirrel of I want some favorite <laughs> moments. I want some, I, I could tell you what my favorite, like thinking back, my favorite moment, and I went back and listened to this and I, I thought about it and it wasn't, it's not like I forgot about it. I would think about it often was when Drunky did his all- what was it? All male sausage fest boat cruise. Oh, and you yeah, and Rhiannon yeah, like roasting him was just amazing. It was like well, probably one of my favorite 
parts of the show ever. He put up with so much shit. Like, they were the worst. <laughs> and he was just taken like a champ. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I think my favorite was actually when we did Who's on First Boat. Mm. Like, that is one of my favorite bits. And I just, and you know, and like, it's a ripoff, obviously, of uh, um, Abbott and Costello, but rewriting it so that it worked with the Jungle Cruise, like, I can't even tell you. Like, I was, and I don't even know if anybody else thought it was funny. I know that Drunkie's daughter liked it, and, you know, I think she was, like, three or four at the time, so <laughs> it doesn't say a whole lot, but I remember, like, we were, I was in tears when we were recording, and I was laughing so I hard. remember that. I have to go back and listen to it, because I, I yeah, I was, I'm, I'm a big fan of that bit, Abbott and Costello, I mean, yeah. And then, of course, there was always the uh, Disney Canada show, or yeah. Disney Canada Disney Star Canada with Char. We used Honestly, to like, yeah. like once a week, I'd be like, Char, I'm going to send you a script and it's so stupid. And she was always a champ. She's like, oh, I love it. <laughs> Philippe, didn't he die? Oh, Philippe. He oh, died. Philippe. <laughs> I believe he may have died. Deep. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't remember how we ended that. But yeah, there was, it definitely got dark what? for it. Like, yeah, it wasn't the Disney like, Star Philippe Canada was living his mom's yeah, the store closed. He was, he was like, like living in his mom's basement and oh man, trying to uh, assault people. <laughs> like there was yeah, something you know, was wrong with him. <laughs> yeah, like he, yeah, he got really wacky. It was originally like my original idea for it was kind of more like The Office. Um, you know, like I had actually written out like all the different characters, and they all had backstories. And oh wow, there was a. Yeah, there was a lot going on, but it ended up being so hard to do um, that uh, instead of having, like, a whole crew working, it was just, it ended up being Char, like, giving us the update for all the people. And there was going to be, like, you know, like, love triangles and all kinds of stupid stuff going on in the background, but it ended up just being mostly fleet. (laughs) Was that the only Disney Store Canada? Because I can't imagine, isn't there, like, a last, like, last blockbuster? There's, like, the last block. Is there a... Another Disney Store even, Canada that maybe's held on. Maybe in Toronto still, but I doubt it. Here, let me see. Disney Store Canada. I was really sad because I was like, oh, if I ever move to a city again and I want to get a part-time job, obviously I'm going to Disney Store. That would be amazing. Looks like... Um... I don't know, actually. You know what? It doesn't say. There's like it says Ontario Mills. That's in California. Nope. Yeah, we, we uh, had a there's Disney one store. in Winnipeg. Uh, our Disney store around here closed last year, unfortunately. Yeah, I don't know if there's any in Canada anymore. That doesn't says look like one it. In Winnipeg. Oh wait, no. It says all of Canada's Disney stores have closed forever, but there are still ways to get Mickey merch. And that was July 27th, 2021. Oh, man. What is CF Polo Park? I don't know. But Disney Store back in the day was so different. Like, now it's just like any other store. Previously, when I was a little kid, you know, if you'd gone to the parks at all, you'd get to see those, like, big figs and everything kind of had that look. Like, it felt like you were going to the park a little bit as a kid who lived in the middle of nowhere. For me, yeah. I was looking forward to it. I did go to the Disney store in um, 
Times Square last year. I was in New York City. Actually, first time in New York City, surprisingly, living in New York State my whole life. But um, that was, like, more like the Disney store of my childhood, like, going there. That was, well, that's a was flying cool. chip store, yeah. Yeah, right, right. For me, yeah, I the saw Lost Ark, the... there's one... I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, I saw it in the background on... Uh... The New Year's Eve broadcast. I was like, oh. Uh, <laughs> um, I was going to say, uh, where I grew up in Texas, in El Paso, they still have a Disney store, but it's a Disney store outlet. Like, mm-hmm. it's a Disney store, but it also has, like, a Disney outlet attached to it. And that place is cool because they still, they sell, like, park merch. Yeah. But I miss the old days when it had, like, an like. You could buy animation cells, and they actually had like cool, like collectibles. Yeah. yeah. Now I kind of it almost feels like you're just going into like one of the like Kissimmee stores where they're like five T-shirts for twenty dollars. You know, yeah. like yeah. they've got like they don't they have like towels that aren't even like well made. They're just like that crappy like printed on. They've got T-shirts. Um, I, I will say this though, they're also starting to carry a little bit of like the her universe stuff. So if you're a girl, they have cool stuff. Um. If, if you're a portly fellow like myself, you pretty much hang out with the action figures and coffee mugs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's that's how ours was like an outlet. And it was they did have some uh, some pretty cool, sometimes discounted park merchandise. I'd say, see things from Disneyland. Actually, I got a really cool mug for like, I want to say like seven bucks. It was a Alani mug, which was oh, like, nice. yeah, I was like, oh, this is this is, you know, you don't see that. I've never been to Hawaii. But. Is it the one that says I went to Alani? And you're like, haha, I just saved myself $4,000. <laughs> no, it's pretty cool. It's like a silhouette. It has like Mickey with a surfboard and like the sunset. It's pretty cool. Oh, that's cool. It, you were just mentioning those towels. And I'm somebody that's like, okay, I'll collect something practical for my house until I just don't have any room for anymore. And I was on a towel kick for a while. And every time I'd go, I'd buy a different towel, whether that be like in Disneyland, Disney World, or Aulani. And over the years, the quality has just gotten worse and worse. Not that they were ever, like, spectacular quality uh, towels or anything. Like, they're beach towels, thin beach towels. But now they fall apart so easily. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm like, you've ruined my collection. Yeah, Yeah, I haven't bought anything like that in forever. Like, yeah, I don't even know. I'm, I'm out of room for coffee mugs. Yeah. My like tiki mug collection is like overflowing mm-hmm. um, to the point where like, unless it's something that I just can't get to, I try not to buy any tiki mugs that I don't actually drink out of. So yeah. like, unless I'm at the bar, you know, ordered the drink, I usually don't buy it. But at the same time, like when Grog Grotto had Jose and the, uh, uh, the white whale, I like to call it Moby Dick, even though it's monstro. Um, <laughs> you know, I was just like, yes, pick it up for me because, you know, I want it. But uh, yeah, yeah, I'm running out of space. Of mugs, that Ooh. new hippo mug at the Enchanted TV yes. bar is like so How hot is that orange? I love Ooh, it. I haven't <laughs> seen that. It's so nice. It's, it's, yeah, it's a hippopotamus Mai Tai. Um, but it's instead of being like in blue or that weird, just kind of like brown glaze, um, it's this really nice like fire orange. It's it's hot. Mm, it's very Literally. nice. And then the, like the That's different only... color or whatever is uh, like what, like a red? Yeah. 
Yeah, nice. it's just really cool. We'll have to put a, I'll put a picture of that up on the uh, on the parade website also. Um, man, there's a lot going on. You know what I'm also bummed out about? Just throw this out, and this isn't a conspiracy theory or anything, but I'm gonna miss the Tron like cycle by like two weeks. Oh. It opens on April fourth. Yeah, but I'm also like worried like. Uh, I've been watching. I've been seeing a lot of stuff like Tron Light Cycle, and then over at Universal, the uh, Mario Kart ride. Like they are making those for tiny people. Um, uh, so I'm kind of worried. I may not even be able to ride it. I'm, either that, or I have to start working it out. One of the two. I know. I don't know. I'm not a slender fellow myself, and trying to get into the uh, like Seven Dwarfs Mine train sometimes a little. A little snug. So yeah, I, I yeah. sometimes wonder about Seven Dwarfs I've been fine with. Um pretty much everything, but like there's definitely the I feel like anytime they put the car outside and they're like, You should try this on, <laughs> it's just like that's just like that's your like photo op on it because you're not gonna be able to ride it. You know? <laughs> beware. Um, beware. Yeah. But uh Yeah, I, I saw that Universal something... Studios um Hollywood Nintendo World one is has uh, a restriction of 40 inches. I was like, oh my gosh, there's so many people with waists over 40 inches. Right, yeah. yeah. So, yeah and there was 4th. a girl. Oh, sorry. April 4th. I was, I was on my own world looking that up. Go ahead. Oh, no, it's cool. Yeah, there was there was even a girl that mentioned that like she wear, like she's well below a 40 inch waist. Like, you know, like she doesn't wear but like you know she was like i'm a girl i've got hips <laughs> and uh and she was saying that like she barely fit and she is not a large girl like i was looking at the pictures of her on you know on twitter um and i was just like man like there's just a, like there's just going to be adults that just don't fit and it's not because you know they've had way too many tacos and margaritas like i have they just you know it's just Things, but we're just North Americans. They may they probably yeah, right? didn't even scale up for size when they brought it to North America. So, yeah, yeah, they were like, everybody in Japan's tiny. We'll be fine. So for <laughs> I mean, I'm looking at the Tron. I've seen videos of the light cycle in where it's Shanghai, right? Is the the original? Yeah. I mean, it's a bite. Does it? How do you like? How do they make sure you don't fall off? Like it look. It's a bite. It's like, a thing on the um, back. Yeah, does it come down on t- kind of like? Yeah, I don't know. I see a picture. It's like of the ride it, in it... Pandora. Okay, all right. So it. You know how you like how you get in there and then it kind of like clips on. So so it might uh, not matter how it, wide it looks like you that. are, right? It just might be how comfortable you are in there. Nah, I, well on on that one, it's more like if you got a little bit, if you got a belly, oh, you may not be able to close behind okay. you to keep you in place. Okay. Um, on the other one. You know, it's a lap bar that comes down, but there's also only so much room in the car. So, yeah, who knows? Well, it does who say it's, uh, so this is from Disney Parks blog. In April 4th, the Daytron Light Cycle Run officially opens. So, who knows? Maybe there'll be some soft openings. Oh, I mean, they're, they're already running it. Like, I've seen tons of videos of it, like, you know, shooting around the track. So, yeah, they may, you know, they may have a cast... Uh, a soft opening for the cast. So if there's any cast members out there that, you know, get invited and you need to take somebody, 
I'm, I'm I, can, can we talk about soft openings? Because I, I that I've always soft openings are my favorite. I mean, yeah, I mean, I love soft openings, but it always giggles. I always giggle at yes. when I hear soft opening because I'm a child. Because well, because it's the perfect <laughs> it's the perfect term. I think that's why they went to uh, open mouse. That's what they used to call it when I was there instead of soft opening because it just sounded so wrong. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, so yeah, I will that, not be. I will not be experiencing that ride for a very long time. Truth be told, I haven't even been on Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Runaway Railway. Oh, it is so amazing! I love that. That's me neither. Ride. You haven't been. Yeah, on I, I'm oh. excited that. It's supposed to open in Disneyland this year, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I'm really excited that it's opening in Disneyland. And I'm also excited that we didn't have to get rid of any rides for it to. That's great. We didn't lose a great movie ride to get to get it. Yeah, we didn't lose a great movie ride, which I loved. Like that one, that one hurt. I was like, oh, not the great movie ride. Um, the You know, what we were worried about out here is that we were going to lose Roger Rabbit's cartoon, mm. uh, which is a super fun dark ride. And uh, and we didn't, so I'm excited. Well, even though we last lost a great movie ride, I am just so thankful we got a good ride in its place. For uh, personally, in my opinion, and, and you know, some might say it not doesn't live up to the same kind of experience as great movie ride, but at least we didn't get like a, I don't know, a sucky replacement ride. So at least yeah, no, I I feel like it was one of the things that everybody complained about before it opened. But now that it's open, I haven't heard anybody, you know, except for maybe like opening week because people complain. But now it's, you know, it's like a mainstay. Like people are excited. Yeah. About it. it looks really fun. I just like, I feel like that's one of the things about DVC is like, I'm like, oh, I'll be back. I'll just come when the line isn't so long. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas before I would, <laughs> would wake up at 4.30 in the morning and be like, okay, like let's plan to be at the parks as soon as they open rope drop and then just stay until like the bitter end. <laughs> Now I'm like, I'm going to go have That's a true. nap. <laughs> I'm going to hang out by the pool. I'm just kind of tired, okay? Yeah, I mean, my feet um, are walking all day. We'll be back in like... Yeah, I get months. it. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, oh, what's up? Oh, I was just thinking, Tron's finally opening after like 16 years, right? What else is, there, what else is opening this year? Anything else cool? Uh, Okay. I don't think. Oh, so. I know. Oh, they're bringing back oh. um, the the uh, Family Ever After. Oh yeah, Disney. Okay. Which I don't even I, think I've ever seen that either. I love it. Oh, so I love good. It. I okay, except for I still I wish they would come back with wishes because oh. Jiminy Cricket makes me cry. I know. I was so oh, was sad when wishes. But okay. again, that's another thing I will say. I was so sad. Wishes went away, and then when I when I finally seen Happily Ever After, I was like, "All right, at least this is wonderful," you know. That and but now, really good. what was the new one? What's what did they replace Happily Ever After with? En Enchantment? What is it? Yeah, I think it's Enchantment. I didn't. It was fine. It was a fine fireworks show, but it I, it wasn't. It didn't have the charm. I don't know. It didn't have something. It was missing something. I definitely didn't uh, like really pay attention to it when we were actually, that's not true. I didn't watch it up close, but I did pay attention to it when I went to the poly, like, um, like, is it the barefoot pool bar or whatever? So it was out there and we just watched it from across the water, which was nice. But they just okay. type in, you know, like you can't see any of the projections or whatever. 
yeah. just the fireworks. Just um, different. I, yeah, I just saw. I will be because I'm like I said, I have my trip next week. I'll be missing some of the stuff like Tron, which is coming up in the next few months. But uh, we'll missing the uh, them bringing back Happily Ever After. Uh, missing, uh, they're bringing back Epcot Forever, which I didn't get to experience in person. So I know that had mis- mixed reviews, but um, I guess Harmonious is going away. What did, did you see Harmonious? I watched part of Harmonious, but I watched, I also watched it before I saw it in person um, online. And I don't know. Yeah, it's okay. I just I, the, honestly the barges when I was at Epcot, I was just like, they're so big. Like they're so big. You I know, didn't. Like, hate... I don't want to be that person that complains. Like it's yeah. not the worst show, but like holy crap, you can't see anything cool anymore. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what they thought of those barges. I didn't hate it. It wasn't like I, I didn't hate Harmonious. Um, yeah. I also, I mean, I wasn't. The, don't shame me. I wasn't a the biggest Illuminations fan, unfortunately. <gasps> yeah. I didn't hate it. I mean, I like. It was just so. It was just been there so long. I'd seen Illuminations so many times, and I don't know. It was kind of got. I don't know. <laughs> I do I'm feel just like, sad that, I, like I missed an entire like fire. Like I haven't been in so long that I totally missed all of Harmonious. <laughs> I was like, dang. It was uh, fine. That's how I felt about it. It was. It was yeah. nice. It was fine. I didn't feel obligated to watch the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I do feel like usually, as soon, like, by time the night show or the nighttime show is on, if I'm at Epcot, there's, like, a really good chance that I'm, like, don't have the attention span to pay attention to the nighttime spectacular. Yeah. Usually by the time it's 9 o'clock, I'm, you know, three sheets, so... <laughs> I'm like, yeah. what I'm are like, you gonna do? Like, I love you, Jose, Fran. I've missed you. Right? Yeah. They call they call me Canada. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, I, I, I plan on seeing Harmonious uh, next week, and maybe I'll make sure that I've had enough, you know, drinks in me, and see how it, I experience it then. Maybe we'll do a show. Well, <laughs> then. Yes, that's what I'm talking like, about. Then we'll actually get to see it, the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how do you guys feel about uh, what we used to call the shit show? And that's when they were live and people were calling in from like bars. And, you know, if you were at a park, you would, we would just record from there. Um, I love that. You know, feeling, I, I thought it was fun. Like, I love listening to the, like, different disney podcasts uh, just to feel you know connected to disney when i couldn't be there and so hearing people in the parks and you know just talking about everything I, I, it was pretty cool yeah i like that yeah i was listening to an old episode today it was i i don't know i can't tell you when it was i just picked a random one and and uh drunky was in the park i think oh he was at uh he was checking out the new um what was the new the new lounge called that uh, the Grand Floridian, the, the Meisner's Lounge. What did they change it to? Red oh, Rose or whatever. Yeah. And he was there when they were, uh, but he was there and I could hear the music in the background. And that, I, I love that. I love, you know, I think that's really cool. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it, it does, especially when you don't live close to a Disney park. It's like you just want to stay connected. Stay so like, connected, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like it because you can hear the music in the background and like the mm-hmm. crowd, and so I think that might be something that we bring back. Also, we there was a point where we kind of like stopped doing it because it was so like 
distracting. I think it was my fault. I think I was at uh, the Enchanted Tiki Bar, and there were so many like things going on that like I was listening to the show, but I wasn't really contributing, and I was having other conversations with you know crazy people, and um, I think that might have been why we stopped. But maybe we'll start doing that again too. That sounds fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we're getting pretty close to an hour already. I, I'm um, fine. I don't know if we, I mean I don't want to. However, you guys. Well, I, I, you know, we would tech. We, I mean, uh, just a little backstage magic for everybody listening. We our goal was usually like about an hour. Um, <laughs> so I was just throwing it out. But then I would also say that what we used to do to end the show was get some ass sour boners going Ooh, yes um but since we decided to just record this and didn't make a big deal about letting people know what we were going to do uh i did bring up the uh ass sour boner which the last one was uh contributed in uh september 5th of 2022 okay uh, wow hard. people were still still <laughs> Doing sour Well, you know, every once in a while, people would just throw out random crap. So, Dizwire, uh, <laughs> uh, attached us to an ass sour boner about a ice cream potato. So it's basically a ball <laughs> of ice cream that they've rolled around in chocolate, like in cocoa powder, and then they put whipped cream instead of sour cream. And uh, and it looks like a potato, like it's it's sliced. So it looks like a potato with with sour cream. Uh, so wait, it's, not, a, it's know- not an actual potato. Oh no no no, it's not an actual potato. It just looks like an actual potato. So the ice cream uh, is sliced like a like a baked potato, kind of. Oh. So yeah yeah, if you think about a scoop of ice cream, a vanilla ice cream, and then you roll it around in cocoa powder, so it has that like what looks like a potato skin. But then you slice it so it kind of opens up, uh, and you know it's got that like browned outside and then the white inside like a potato. Oh, I just. But then they put a little bit of sour of of whipped cream on top, and he wants to know what is this treat really called? Since you know a, a hot dog and a baked potato is a sour boner. Mm. Um, and my reply, I actually forgot that I replied to this, was a. <laughs> It's the baked potatoes, or it's Sour Boner's girlfriend called Idaho. Like Idaho? <laughs> Idaho. Uh, so there's Dizwire's S. Sour Boner. What, what should that um, be called? I'm trying to think. It does look, I pulled it up, it does look like a baked, like, I wouldn't have thought that was ice cream until a closer look. Um, a, it's a oh, frozen, so frozen boner. Oh, <laughs> not desirable. I think you would just call that the shrinkage at that point. <laughs> oh man, a, a sweet cream boner. I don't know. Oh, that that Star- sounds a little better. Jane is far away from this as humanly possible. She's all like, she's like, I'm a professional that does this for a living, and why are we talking about this? No, no, I just wasn't paying. Honestly, my husband's asking me for my credit card, so I was like, oh. Smart. (laughs) You're distracted. I am distracted. Moving on, moving on. Uh, We can move on. Is it a a whipped boner? 
Ooh. So, a whipped boner. It's like not sour oh. cream. It's a whipped boner. Yeah. Whipped boner. Huh. Yeah, that that's... Uh, I like also, that. I don't know if you guys knew, we, we do have... I think, we, I think it's even still up. We have a store that had, had like, merch. Uh, yeah. I think we sold enough that I got, like, a dime in... Uh, Wonderful. In jewels or whatever it's called. But one of the things that we had on there was an ass sour boner thong. So it was the ass sour thonger. And uh, on 7 6 18, just to give you an idea about how old this one is, Cheryl, not Cheryl, or Shally, not Cheryl, uh, posted an ass sour boner that says, I'm done with work, so let's get this party started. Livy, she actually had Livy. Uh, Rhiannon's liver, um, and put the song on the liver. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna repost this as from the, from the uh, <laughs> so people can see. I believe well, I saw uh, this. The, I, I, I I I'm looking at it now. That that I never seen this. Okay, <laughs> that is that is great. It, it's Livy with a sour boner thong on a bed in front of a Mickey pillow. Looking very uh, sexy, if, if you yeah, right. Me. Okay. Does, does, does this thing, does this thing make it. her look fat? And I say no, no, not at all. No. It makes her. I mean, Libby's a sexy, sexy little monster. So. Which we, we, we haven't know. talked about Libby. We haven't Unless she has Libby. fatty liver syndrome. Oh, oh. no. That might be, that's a little too close to home. Yeah. <laughs> Sour thonger, sour thonger. Uh, yeah, li- li- I wonder what Livy's up to, and I wonder. We're gonna have to check in. We'll have to check in with Livy. Probably just living the life. Yeah. Well, Livy also posted, and this was always the question: Is Livy a he or a she? Because it's Rhiannon's liver, so I always referred to her as a she. But Rhiannon, who, you know, that's her liver. Always referred to Libby as a he. I mean, maybe. I mean, if if that's what she wanted to think about, you know, him inside of her, that's that's up to you know. Right. That's why I'm like, but uh, it's her body, her choice. I mean, I yeah, think it is. Whatever. True. You know, she's allowed to call Libby. Libby. Yeah, we don't want to misgender Libby for sure. Right. What's this? Oh, actually, let's see. If I go to Libby, if we go to the home. Uh, Livy does not have selected pronouns. It's, it's on the, the, not, they, liver on Twitter. Right, yeah. The no... only thing we have to go by is the fact that she has big, plump, red lips, and <laughs> I think she has um, eyelashes for days. Well, my, yeah, no, my she's ass- got eyelashes. She's got quite the girlish figure, also. Yeah. But, you know, who knows? Maybe... Well, whatever she wants to be yeah, whatever she wants to be called, we'll call her. Yeah, we'll have to maybe maybe Livy can add their 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 pronouns. Yeah, to, Livy, to if you do me a favor, get some pronouns going. Uh, Livy also asked one of the most recent ass sour boners, which was on five three twenty two, right in the middle of Johnny Depp's uh, lawsuit. I don't know if you Ooh. remember that. Yeah. Um, and he just he basically re- reached out to Johnny Depp and said, "Have you ever asked a sour boner to three o'clock radio?" Which I will let you guys know that as of now, Mr. Depp has not 
uh, ask any sour boners, but the moment that they come in, we are going to answer that, that question. Are you guys, you should have tested him at his lowest point in life during <laughs> during that trial. Maybe he would have been willing. Well, that's to when on. that's when Livy sent it out. To rehabilitate. What, what was the date on that one? Was, was that like over uh, the summer? May third of twenty two. Oh. oh wow. Okay. So no, no, yeah. no response. So like this was right in the middle of the uh, of the court case, and you know, I mean, I don't blame him. He had other things going on. Talking about messaging celebrities on Twitter, any contact with uh, Mr. Iger? Didn't uh, you didn't uh, you tend try to uh, <laughs> contact yeah, him yeah. more than once? Bob Iger and I had a very uh, specific relationship prior to Disney Plus, which I mm. am taking credit for, by the way. That is definitely something that was imagineered on the three o'clock parade. Oh, because I was. Oh yeah. I was constantly asking him exactly for what Disney Plus is, except for with a little bit more content. And I didn't obviously know about any of the originals, but it got to the point where um, he actually blocked me on on Twitter. <laughs> um, and then just before Disney Plus, magically, uh, I was then allowed back on and then Disney Plus mm. came out and I was just like, yes, finally. <laughs> So, yeah. do you want to hear one of my skipiracy theories? Skipiracy theories? Yeah, for sure. So, okay. So, right, close, theories. right before COVID, right? Skipiracy. I'm, I'm saying it easier now. Skipiracy. Right theories. before COVID is around the time that Disney acquired Fox. When was that? Was that early 2020, late 2019? When did that happen? Oh, man. That's a good one. When it wasn't too far Disney before. Buy. It was within the last... Six months to a year, right? I want to say it was uh, November 6, twenty seventeen. Okay, well, it was a little bit of time. Okay, well, it was building up yeah, to yeah. it, building up to it, and then Disney, but we Disney acquired uh, as part of Fox the Simpsons, right? And the Simpsons are well known to be predicting the future, and I believe that one of the main motivations for Bob, Bob Iger purchasing Fox was to be able to predict the future. And going into 2020, they he he sat down with the writers of Simpsons and they predicted COVID, and that's why he said, "I'm getting out of the company before COVID" because he didn't want to deal with that. <laughs> that and is a my, real crazy conspiracy theory. That is my yeah. Uh, that is not a conspiracy conspiracy theory. That is a uh, Dan the Man Levitan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and now and look. COVID's coming to, I mean, is it over? Can we say COVID's over? I don't know. But now, but now look, he's back. He's back. And he's back. He's back to fix, fix everything. I mean, it makes sense. Like, if you do the math, it looks right on paper. You know? Yeah, three plus four uh, is 34. Good math. Prove it. Prove yeah, me wrong. Yeah. Prove me wrong. <laughs> prove it wrong. You can't do it. Yeah. No, I, I'm, I'm with you. Uh, can we talk about the bobs just real quick also just to kind of get it over with oh yeah uh, i guess we got it does anybody in the world except for maybe his mom miss chapik no. no i you know i don't i i don't know about how he ran the company but he i hated i, I won't say i hate him because that's a strong word but i did didn't dislike 
his presentation at like D when I would watch the D23. Oh yeah. Like, oh, who is why is this this guy is the worst person? Like his personality. I don't want to say his biggest problem because obviously that guy had a lot of other stuff going on. But yeah, I think that was the that was the main reason that people started to not like him was because he just didn't have a stage presence. He had you know, no he personality. Yeah, just he was not good at public speaking, which was a bad way to start because Bob Iger, you know, has his whole career had been essentially public speaking. So you went from one person that handled the crowd and knew how to make a presentation so well to a guy that was just like, I don't really know what I'm doing up on stage, but you're going to like it because it's Disney. I mean, um, did he have to be on stage? They couldn't like have a, had somebody so, else. He doesn't seem like a very creative mind either, which you kind of exactly. want at least some of that essence when you're leading a company like Disney, which is based upon creativity. Well, that was the thing that I, I've always felt like, you know, Walt and Roy had a really good balance. And Walt was the, you know, he was the guy that was up front because he was the creative guy. And Roy was the one that got him the money. Um, so he didn't need to be up front, but he, you know, I would say he probably did just as much for the company as Walt did because he always found a way to make things, you know, a way to uh, make Walt's dreams come true. And I feel that Iger, he's got a little bit of a balance, but he was more the creative guy, but he understood the money side. Right. And yeah, I think Chapik was obviously just like a money guy. Um, I don't think that like he probably really had an effect on 80 of the percent, 80 percent of the stuff that he got blamed for. Mm. Um, but I also think that, you know, you're the face of the company, so you better you better get up and do something right. And he did not. So I, I would I'd highly recommend um, a buy about Bob Iger. I forget the, the name of it, but the, the, the right his book he wrote, the book he wrote uh, shortly before. Oh, yeah, he, yeah. He, he stepped down, which really good. I actually listened to the audiobook and he he reads the um the introduction, which was was kind of cool. Someone else narrated the rest of the book, but I, I enjoyed that. Just put that out there. Uh is it the ride of a lifetime? Maybe. Maybe. What what does yeah, it say? Uh yeah, that must be it. And I, I remember one of the things I really uh he talked about a couple things and hearing Bob Iger talk about it, I remember in the introduction, one was like with the opening of Shanghai uh Disney, which was really cool. And he also talked about um and not to take the podcast down, but when that uh said when that boy uh was uh got eaten by the that that alligator and how oh, yeah, he sure. how he interacted with the family. And I could I can't imagine how Chapek would have would have dealt with that. Just like I don't know, sent the the family a gift card or something. Like I just I don't think it would have been the same, the same personal, you know, uh, empathetic type of interaction. Yeah, I think there I, might be concern, but there might be more concern about like how that would look uh, right. to the company over yeah. actual depth of the tragedy that happened. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't think that. Chappick probably would have really even been part of the conversation as much as he would have just been like the crew that is in charge of it, you know, like, I believe he probably would have been like, whoever's in charge of this, like, you know, whatever we can do within like the legal bounds of not saying that we basically fed a, you know, a kid to a, to a dinosaur, like, let's, you know, let's, uh, let's do whatever we can for the family. But I think it was that personal touch that Iger gave it where he actually like stepped in and reached out. As opposed to Chappick, who probably would have just been like, 
yeah, you know, send them all the pictures of, of autograph Mickey and offer them a free stay and maybe a little statue or something. You know, like, yeah, I can, I, yeah. And I'm 100% sure if you ever ran into, not that you probably would, but ran into Bob Iger in the park, he'd be way more fun to hang out with than, than Bob Chapek. Oh, yeah. I feel like Iger would be like, another round on me. Or Chapek was all like, are you guys going to buy me a drink for hanging out or what? <laughs> I'm nice, right? You guys like me, right? Yeah, you guys like me, right? You'll buy me drinks. That's cool. No, he'd be yeah. in the He'd be in the bar. He'd look at the menu and I'm like, we're only charging $20 for a beer. We could charge more for this. <laughs> well, so the beer is $20. Forces? How much are we charging for the glass? Yes, yes, yes. We could get we could get a souvenir glass for yeah, for a lot more. Um, yeah, but there's I'm kind of bummed out that Oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I just said, yeah, but there's overhead when you create things. They could be like it's a recycling fee. So every time you use that glass, you have to pay an extra 25 cents because we always have to mm, uh, yes. wash it yeah. and just recycle it. <laughs> uh, I didn't I didn't know that he didn't uh, read the entire book. It's narrated by Jim Frangioni or something like that, which is a bummer. I like it when you like a book like this. I like it when the writer um, reads the book to you. Essentially, Yes, or, me too. Yeah, I don't know if well, you're read a the YouTube whole thing. fan or not. A no, what fan? he only does the uh, a YouTube fan, but Bono has an al or, uh, a book called Surrender. I think it's called uh, Surrender. Yeah, uh, Surrender, and it's just forty songs, one story, and it's great because he actually is the one that's uh, that's telling like the whole story, and it's basically like you know, his life story up until now and yes, what he, he did prior to the band and stuff. But it's really good because you're actually hearing him tell the story and then, like, there's, you know, since they're a music band, there's music that goes along with it. But um, I've been listening to that and I was... When you mentioned the Iger book, I immediately was like, ooh, maybe I'll listen to Iger. But he, since he's not reading it, I'll have to probably read it and just make it. He does at least read the introduction, mind. so... Well, that's cool. Um, now I'm going to put my nerd out there. And Ooh. I'm a I'm a big Star Wars fan. And talking about Ooh. like audiobooks, um, I'm also a big Star Wars like the animated uh, shows and everything. And yes, yes, Clone yes. Wars. Are you talking? Uh-huh. Ahsoka is one of my favorite characters, Star Wars characters. And I had read physical like the book, the Ahsoka novel, uh, a long time ago. And then I saw the audiobook was actually read, narrated by uh, Ashley. Ashley yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. And so listening to the auto audiobook, it's like you're actually hearing Ahsoka, like in her own voice, narrating and reading, like her. It, it, so that that was really that's a, made a, the book really cool. So that's yeah, that's so sorry to my kind of my nerd side coming out there. So. Um. Yeah, you know, actually, yeah, uh, this is a only, Disney oh. podcast for adults. Yeah. <laughs> Are you yeah, just I mean, showing your nerd card? <laughs> I was going to say, we're well past all that. Yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> yes, yes. But, um, yeah. Ashley is, uh, you know, she's the, the founder of her universe. Right, her right. Year, so all the, like, all the, like, women's clothing. And now they actually have, like, guys' clothing, which is pretty cool. Um. But she's part of the, like she's a major part of our coverage when we go to Comic Con because um, we always go 
uh, and we get, and it's cool because they actually invite us to go as press to cover the uh, the the fashion show. Um, so we've actually already been cleared for this January or this July um, oh, sweet. to cover Comic Con and to go. Yeah, it's actually really fun. Uh, it's also crazy because we're not like um, people that don't even know about the podcast follow the uh, the Twitter account because I'll stream the uh, the entire fashion show live. Um, and I'm just like the dork holding like a camera up and like trying to like capture everything. But it's really funny. Yeah, we get a lot of people that um, that are friends with um, the designers that are competing in the fashion show that you know weren't able to make it to San Diego and are just super appreciative to be able to like to watch it live, even though it's streaming, you know, just off of like a phone with the terrible signal because there's like really bad internet in that convention hall. But um, yeah, so. That's also something we'll be doing. You know, we've got oh, cool. we've got a lot of like cool stuff coming up. We got March. We got next. What is it? Next week. We've got September. We've got stuff in July. We have a possible Disneyland trip in May. So, yeah. Awesome. How, how, yeah. how often have you been getting down to Disneyland, Skip? Um, I was last there in. Late October, early November. Um, but then I also spent um, like a month and a half in Texas. So I wasn't like as close to go. And I want to try to go probably sometime next month uh, for my birthday. I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to because of the uh, Walt Disney World trip. But um, who knows? Like I'm, I'm definitely itching for a Disney trip. Yeah. And uh, it's it's either that, like I can take an hour flight from here to uh, Disneyland, essentially. I can drive 45 minutes to the uh, Walt Disney Family Museum, or I can drive an hour and a half to the closest Disney store outlet to get my Disney fix. Those are my, okay. those are my options. So uh, it'll either be another trip to the Family Museum because they're doing a Jungle Cruise exhibit right now. Um, or, um, I'll go to, I'll go to Disneyland. Uh, sorry, I got super distracted. Um, one of the things that we've talked about, uh, doing for this show or this kind of like modern version of the three o'clock parade is since we no longer have an option to go to Canada and visit the Disney store is doing a real life, like an actual, club 33 moment where we have club 33 members possibly oh, call cool. in or share stories and stuff like that so i um was invited to join a uh disney club 33 like group i guess is the best way to put it um, that's so cool yeah well it, it is but it's one of those things where like you can become if you're not a member, you can become part of the group, but you can't ask anybody to get you in or offer to pay to get mm -hmm. in. Not that somebody can't invite you like that's perfectly fine. Um, but, you know, you can't you can't just like like the that's not what the group is for. It's not mm. it's Club know, 33, get, darling. Right. Um, OK, so it's kind of like a Club 33 fan group that you're part of, but you can't. No, no, no. It's, it's mostly fan. It's mostly members. 
Okay. Like it's all it's it's really a members group that will allow people to become part of the group, but you can't you can't ask any like okay. you know so people share stories about going, they share photos, but you can't just be like, hey, I've never been, I'd like to go, or man, I went once and somebody got me in, and it would be nice if somebody else would. So uh, you're rubbing elbows, hoping for. I'm rubbing elbows, hoping to make some friends. Um, but one of the first things I asked about was um, uh, Royal 21 or 21 Royal. I don't know if you guys are familiar. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't have to be a Club 33 member, but where uh, Pirates of the Caribbean is in Disneyland, above it was the, uh, the Art of Disney Museum. And it was actually going to be Walt's, like, they were designing Walt's apartment when he passed away. And you know, it was going to be larger than the one that was over the, the firehouse in on Main Street. And uh, they never actually, like, completed it. So they were using it as uh, an art store. And then they closed it and made it the Disney Dream Suite at Disneyland. So they did actually finally complete it. And people could win stays. Um, and now they actually do a, I want to say it's like a $15,000 um, dinner where it's you work with the chef to like come up with your own specific menu and you have full access to that upstairs apartment for the, uh, for the evening. You don't get to spend the night, even though that is a rumor that they they might extend the option to be like, Hey, you know, um, you're paying this much money. Maybe it'll be in an overnight stay, but as of right now it's not. And uh, so I reached out and I just basically said like, Hey, has anybody done this? And uh, I'm not necessarily looking for reviews. I just want to know about the experience. And so far, I've gotten 36 people <laughs> oh. that uh, that have replied. And the, yeah, there's photos and videos and all kinds of stuff. So maybe not today because we're already kind of running long. But uh, I would say sometime in the next week or two, we'll have our first 33 moment. And it may not actually be with the actual person, but um, we'll have some good stuff to talk about. It looks pretty cool. Yeah. Um, have you? Okay, so that that uh, fifteen thousand dollar dinner. Like, how many people are allowed to go? Ten. Uh, let's see here. One, two, three, four, eight, ten. Uh, twelve people. It looks like there's room at the table for twelve. Oh, so. Okay, that's interesting. Do you have to have a park ticket to go? Do you know? I mean, I figure by the time you're at that point, like, you know, spending the hundred bucks, probably, I'm going to say yes, just to cover our bases. <laughs> um, you know, but. Uh, I'm just thinking it's like, actually, like an alternate to going for the day because right now you can't get annual passes anywhere um, unless you already have one and you're renewing. Or you're a Florida resident. I don't know about California, but I let my magic key lapse, so I can't renew there either. Um, <laughs> but instead of like going to the parks for a day, having that experience instead, like you know, I, I have a feeling like if we, you know, did that, like it essentially works out to about almost thirteen hundred dollars a person if you fill yeah. it. So you know, like I'll tell I you what, if you come up with a thirteen hundred dollars and they don't <laughs> let us in. I'll pop the, I'll, I'll make up the other analysis, but, uh, it's definitely one of the things like I've gotten really close to getting 12 people. And then like, I had one or two people drop off at the end and I was just like, damn it. Like I need the full 12. 
willing to put up the that thirteen hundred dollars. So if there's anybody out there right now that has you know thirteen hundred dollars and you want to go to a really fancy dinner, let me know because I need Show about. Up. Yeah, that's fine. So I you said like, twelve people, thirteen hundred dollars. Yeah, because it's it's fifteen grand for the dinner. Um. Uh, but it's also like you know, it's it's like a multi-course meal. I believe they have an open bar, um, and uh, Fantasmic at Disneyland is actually staged specifically towards the the balcony that this uh, that this place is on. So if you do it on a night of Fantasmic, you actually get to stay and watch Fantasmic from the balcony. So it's really really cool. I'm not trying to say it's cheap or you know accessible to everybody because obviously this is like. Uh, a really high-priced ticket. But it's also one of those, like, you know, for some of us, it's a... Yeah, for some of us, it's a bucket list thing. So I'm down. I just need need to find... You know what? Let's see. There's me, and then Aaron, who knows everything, uh, his wife. uh, My two friends, Susie and Casey, will probably go. So that's five. So really, I need about seven more people. Yeah, you're almost halfway there. I feel like it's one of those things that, like, only one of me or my husband can go. So we know who that would be. (laughs) (laughs) So Yuri's coming? He doesn't care. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I'm going to say let's end the show with that. Somebody please call me with seven people that want to spend (laughs) $1,300. All right. All right. So any final thoughts? That um, was mine. That was my final we, thought. Yeah, did we get through any of the run sheet, really? <laughs> I mean, oh, we, 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 we touched on some things. Yeah, we touched on some things. Pretty loose. Pretty loosey-goosey. Yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. that's yeah. the way I like it. Loosey-goosey. I like my soft openings all loosey-goosey. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I would just like to say I would love to see more uh, uh, crank out those... Uh, S sour boners. Um, oh yeah, 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 for sure. Everybody has some S sour boners. Um, I was gonna mention. You said your skipiracy theory. If anyone has any skipiracy theories, however, you'll you'll put out there how to actually spell that, right? Uh oh yeah, for sure. It's it's, it's, probably, it's, it's probably what you if you sound it out. It's pretty. Yeah. Um, um, did, I know I mentioned the that idea for another maybe fun hashtag did you want me to mention that or do we want to wait for it. the uh you know it's three it's three o'clock somewhere you know we talked about uh you know oh damn it yeah uh you know how fun it is to hear you know either well either live from the parks or just uh you know i feel like as uh listening to the podcast previously like i felt like i felt like part of the three o'clock radio family I think that's one of the great things about, uh, I mean, a lot of podcasts, but this one in particular, just feeling like, you know, we're all friends, you know, and uh, hearing about, you know, hearing our friends uh, at Disney feeling closer and just, you know, even if, if you're not at Disney, like sending a little clip, maybe about your favorite Disney bar experience, Disney drink, maybe you're making your Disney cocktail at home and, you know, we could pl- maybe play some of those clips on the show and just kind of like, you know, bring the whole family in and, you know, have some some fun together. 
Maybe we could even have a run like uh, you guys had that run that one time. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, one, yeah. Wasn't it like the one kilometer run? But it was actually a walk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's all kinds of stuff. That's what I was going to say. Also, we would do, you know, we had some fun meetups. The hard part is that since we don't live in, yeah, uh, we don't have that like Florida person that's that's constantly there for meetups. But I would that also kind of makes it, I don't want to say more special, but it could be a thing where like when we know we're going to go to the park, we can actually, or just a resort, you know, happen hundred percent. Uh, we can do meetups. So, you know, when when we talked about possibly going to Disneyland in May, um, that'd be a great meetup. Uh, like I said, St. Patrick's Day meet up at epcot that'd be fun um but yeah i love the idea of it's three o'clock somewhere so if you have or even international parks yeah yeah exactly anywhere yeah, like you're Charles at ends up in if you're in paris and that'd be great to hear some live uh you know call in <laughs> yeah. yeah i can call in uh from la belle au bois d'almont from the castle Nice. I have no, I have no idea. We can, have, we can have a, a Paris meetup. We'll see if anybody if anybody's out there at the same time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, going back to the uh, uh, the three o'clock somewhere hashtag. I think that's hilarious. I think that would be a great like if you have a hap, a favorite happy hour. And I'm gonna say like obviously we're a Disney podcast, but if your favorite happy hour is at Universal or one of the other theme parks, like let us know. Like you know we. Yeah, if it's if it's yeah, if it's at a favorite tiki bar, like oh, if you have yeah. a place that you just like to go and have a good happy hour. I think that's one of the things that we're gonna try to do with the parade is like we're obviously a Disney podcast, but we just wanna be about anything fun and pop culture and stuff like that. So throw that out. Uh I think like I'm gonna try to get, I have some ideas for some for some songs because for some reason I really like to like put my terrible singing voice out there. So there might be some new um some three o'clock parade songs coming out and if you have an idea or you want to contribute one uh you know i think the whole thing is like we want to try to get as many people from the community uh to participate because well we might be the three people that are here every week that doesn't mean that we can't have other people join us throughout the day and and stuff yay yeah. some old and new faces <laughs> and voices will pop up yeah. How about you, Star? Do you have a, a final final thought? Mm, no, I'm just uh, I'm glad that you're getting the gang back together, my friend. Yeah, we're gonna have some fun. It's gonna be, it's gonna be some, some good times. All right. Well, I guess uh, I'll talk to you guys next week. Well, what's that? Uh, do are we gonna make sure? What's that final float coming down the? Oh geez, the final float. Uh, I'm gonna say it is uh, Char trying to get onto the Tron light cycle. That's the final. Thing. <laughs> is riding one of the bikes? Down? Yeah, just riding one of the bikes down the road. <laughs> All right, guys. Yeah, this is right. amazing. This has been great. Yeah. Yeah, Lush, everybody. Angelus. Angelus. The bikes are faster than ours. Use the levels. Now this I can do.
where the circuits like free bikes. Ooh. 